Panthers. Welcome to the official leadership podcast. This is Behind the Mask. Hey, it's Sophia, the director, and as a reminder, I use she, her pronouns. I'm Margo, the chief editor, and I also use she, her pronouns. I'm Kaijin, the assistant editor, and I use he, him pronouns. And I'm Irene, the media manager, and I use she, her pronouns. In today's episode, we are taking the opportunity to bring light to the importance of inclusivity and visibility. Um, for the LGBTQIA plus youth in schools and especially PAUSD schools. Today's featured quote is by Bayard Rustin. We need in every community a group of angelic troublemakers. Our subtopics covered in today's episode are what inclusivity and visibility within the LGBTQIA plus community means, why it is important to celebrate Pride Month and show awareness to the LGBTQIA plus community, what you can do and what's available at your schools, and the long-term effects of inclusivity and diversity. Make sure to monitor your emotions while listening to any of our episodes and seek professional guidance if you need to. And with that, we'd like to continue. So to start, I just want to cover the basic definitions of what inclusivity and visibility mean as definitions themselves, but also in the Pride community. So visibility is, the basic definition of visibility is to be seen. So in the Pride community, it'd be being seen for who you are, which is why we have Pride Days and Pride Month. And inclusivity Inclusivity's definition is to have equal opportunities and resources who to people. Inclusivity means that equal opportunities and resources are given to people who would otherwise be excluded, which in this case would strongly apply to the LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, for example, for the transgender community, um, for people who want to perform the gender reassignment surgery, they normally wouldn't get the um, proper healthcare coverage, but that kind of applies to inclusivity as a whole. Yeah, I, I think inclusivity and visibility and acceptance all has a wide grasp on all the topics we have covered in the past and are covering now. And I think just without the acceptance that many individuals and especially youth uh, seek for in their lives aren't always granted because of their differences and humans fear of change and it can be devastating to see especially youth uh, be ashamed of who they are because others and society has told them that they cannot think these things cannot believe these things cannot be these things and if those around them see those individuals for who they are and who they want to be, then those people can start to grow together as a community and start to, I don't know, f flourish in their own identity. And when one is uncapable or like isn't allowed to see themselves for who they are anymore, it can have a lot of detrimental effects on those uh, experiencing those things because, you know, it's a large part of them. And if it 
and if they aren't allowed to express themselves, then they start to have really negative thoughts. And I and I talked a little bit about this in the previous episode, but those people can start to go to, I don't know, a darker place. And that's why inclusivity and visibility and acceptance and all of that is so important because we're all here on this earth to support each other and we're all trying to survive. So we might as well all just survive um, as one in in a strong bond um, altogether. I do really think that one of the reasons why the LGBTQIA plus community is so strong is because they have had to go away from other communities because of um, discrimination against them. So they've found a place in which they are, feel comfortable with being visible. And I think that straight people trying to reclaim pride, or not reclaim, but claim pride for themselves is an attack on that reclaiming of visibility and inclusivity and pride that the LGBTQI plus community has done. Yeah, so I know I did uh, go a little into it uh, just now in our discussion, but I am going to take the time to share a little more on why it is important to show awareness towards LGBTQIA plus community, um, the, the community during Pride Month and every day. So now it may seem silly for me to explain to you why you need to show support, but it is important to recognize and bring awareness to the fact that many don't want to show support or don't know how to show support to those struggling with validation or acceptance in the LGBTQIA plus community. And especially in youth, if these individuals are not accepted into society as human beings, then it can create long-lasting negative effects on them. So I know Sophia touched on this in a previous episode, but these discriminative ideas that are inflicted onto these kids stick with them for their whole lives in some ways. And it can even lead to suicidal thoughts. So ways you, a member of the PAUSD community, can help are by being an ally and friend to anyone who may need it, to consistently remind those struggling that they matter and, and to hear their concerns and thoughts if they choose to voice them. Yeah, and so just to be patient and to voice your own concerns if someone may be harming um someone else or themselves mentally or physically so of course if you think someone you know may be suicidal please 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 reach out to a trusted adult and of course spreading awareness on social media platforms like instagram uh snapchat and tiktok is helpful but if you choose to do so ensure your followers that you are doing more than that to create a safe space for the LGBTQIA plus community. And you wouldn't want to be reinforcing performative activism 
upon this issue. So if you want to know more about performative activism, please see our pre um, um, a previous episode on it. But so basically overall, make sure to actively show your support and acceptance towards those in the LGBTQIA plus community because it does have the potential to make someone's day um, and even save someone's life. Yeah, I do understand that a lot of people do find that it is hard to just confine um, ce the celebrating their pride to Pride Month. And the thing is, you don't have to. Being an ally is a constant battle, and just as being queer in our society sometimes is a battle. So anything from like a quick word or standing up to someone if someone is like bullying someone else, a queer person specifically in this context, will go a long way and will help you forge friendships with um, that friend and will eventually lead to you being seen as a strong ally in their perspective. So it's not big acts necessarily, it's just the collection of small little acts that make you an influential ally and in influential figure in that person's life. Yeah, um, and I also, I don't know if this was brought up already, but I think you bringing up the point, Margot, that you know, how little acceptance that the LGBTQ community got that, you know, people can start forming suicidal thoughts. That's just something really important to touch up on. And I think we don't really consider how hard it is for someone not to be accepted into society just because of their sexuality or their gender orientation. They can't be accepted for who they are, which is honestly, right now some of the biggest issues that we're facing. Yeah, I like how Margot talked about how to celebrating the Pride Month. And also, if you don't know, the Pride Month of 2021 is on June, so it's pretty close. Yeah. And I think it's also important to address that there is sometimes ignorance within the LGBTQIA plus community that you can also address, of course not, if you're straight or um, cisgender and alloromantic, meaning not a um, romantic or asexual, you can still address it to a certain extent, but not invalidate that person's perspective. I think that given the diversity and expansiveness of the LGBTQI plus community, there is a tendency for gatekeeping, even though there doesn't have to be, assuming that it, um, assuming that that identity is safe for everyone. Um, so I think that we all need to help combat ignorance and educate others and begin to break down stereotypes and really reveal a better world through doing so. I'm gonna head to my subtopics that is 
what can you do and how to do in JLS, which is our school. So this will be a little bit short subtopic. So if you don't know, there's a club called there's a club called there's a club called GSA Club, which is the as like Margaret and Nairing said before, is the abbreviation of Gender Sexuality Awareness Club. So there's only one club so far in JLS, and but you can start your own club if you want to. And also, there's there are some like non-discrimination laws in the USD school district. So in their website, they said that Palo Alto Unified School District programs, activities, and practices shall be free from unlawful discrimination, harassment, intimidation, and bullying based on actual perceived race, color, physical, or mental disability. Sex, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or gender expression, or on the basis of a person's association with a person or group with one or more of these actual perceived characteristics. So, if you see any discriminations in your school, so just please make sure to report and uh, to the Palazzo School Unified District because it's like anti law. Uh, yeah, that's it in JLS. Yeah, I think it's really important to address concrete anti-discrimination laws um, and codes and rules within our school and the California education system, as well as local opportunities to connect with the LGBTQI plus community, either as an ally or as a part of the LGBTQI plus community if you're queer. Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, just if, just a reminder, if you like feel you are very interested in LGBTQIA and other, thing, other related things, just if you like don't feel the GSA club is good enough, you can just create, always create your own club just to tell your school and you can create the own club. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy that our school does have so many opportunities, but I think we do have to realize that other schools throughout America are not the same, and we're very privileged to be in a place that is more accepting, even if individuals within this area are not so. Okay. So I am going to move on to the long-term effects of inclusivity and diversity. So I sort of want to bring this back to a classroom setting. And I think there's no doubt that we've all sat with our classmates on Unity Day or a similar day and examined the word unity for ourselves. What does it mean to you? And you've probably come up with answers somewhere along the lines of unity means joining together and connecting as a community through the acknowledgement of our similarities while celebrating our diversity. It's the act of granting space and opportunity for expression free of external and self-judgment. That is my definition of unity, at least. And so... 
I think we're happy with that limited conversation because we did something and something is inherently better than nothing, but we don't have to be. One day in which we are asked to celebrate the wonder of JLS's multicultural and diverse campus is not enough because those people remain uncelebrated and unacknowledged throughout the rest of the school year. And I think this sort of derives primarily from our brain's neurological structure. So without the conscious acknowledgement of benefits, of the benefits of inclusion and diversity, our brain seeps back into a more primitive mode. Our brain is truly marvelous in that it can process input at an efficient rate, enabling us to survive. But that same efficiency leads to unconscious biases. And humans are naturally drawn to those that are similar to them, either behaviorally, behaviorally or physically. And that is where the issue arises our draw to those that are similar to us. Because in reality, our world is not. Our world is wonderfully diverse. And no science is, excuse, is an excuse for prejudice, is what I'm trying to say. We all have the capacity to be kind and unite in solidarity with the LGBTQI plus community and other um, discriminated against communities. In fact, that collaboration with those communities is beneficial to everyone as diversity is known to foster creativity. While researching this, I came across many articles where people celebrated their queer identity for what it enables them to share with their world their unique perspective, ideas, and experiences in itself I believe that the queer spirit is one of great empathy, diversity, and tenacity. And part of that is driven by the pain many queer people, especially adults, have endured. We talk about physical trauma survivors as heroes and marvel at their courage through what able-bodied people are quick to deem as a tragedy, with air quotes, of course. Although I think that narrative discounts the experiences of disabled people as well as sexual or emotional trauma survivors. Of course, everyone is courageous and everyone who has gone through trauma deserves recognition, but I would like to talk about the latter, emotional trauma survivors in the context of LG the LGBTQI plus community. I am calling this trauma because emotional pain is processed on the same neural pathways as physical pain. In fact, aspirin is even known to diminish emotional pain as well as physical pain. So just as doctors are obligated to minimize their patient's pain, we should all become nurses to the hearts of others, if you will. We have it within ourselves, the remarkable ability and privilege to act on this information. And in doing so, 
feast on the benefits of inclusivity. E.O. Wilson wisely explains, homosexuality gives advantages to the group. A society that condemns homosexuality condemns itself. Although homosexuality or being gay um, in more modern usage is one identity within the expansive LGBTQIA community, I think this message holds true for all. So I ask you, let's uplift society by uplifting everyone within our community and sharing with each other the light within our hearts. Very well said. Yeah, I'm, you brought up so many amazing metaphors and yeah, thank, thank you for putting that into a deeper perspective for all of us. I think us on the podcast right now and those listening at home. So we're now very excited to be sharing another leader spotlight in this episode. Today we're choosing to spotlight Bayard Rustin, an American activist known for his contributions to the civil rights, nonviolence, socialism, and LGBTQIA rights movement. Bayard Rustin was best known for his advisory to Martin Luther King Jr. in the 50s and 60s, where he helped organize the March on Washington. Today, in honor of Bayard Rustin's legacy, the Bayard Rustin Center for Social Justice was founded. Due to his acclaimed advocacy across many issues, his foundation has even been recognized by former President Barack Obama. He was openly gay in the 50s, which was a bold statement. This brought inspiration to many LGBTQI plus individuals in the United States and throughout the world. Bayard Rustin was a strong advocate behind the Congress of Racial Equality, an organization in the civil rights movement, and fought strongly against systemic racism and discrimination against the LGBTQIA plus community. I would like to remind our listeners that our ears are always open. Please feel free to submit any anonymous experiences or stories you may have for any topics you want us to cover in future episodes. So for more information, please visit our website subpage where you can find our various Google Forms and more ways to contribute to this podcast. So as a recap, in today's episode, we have talked about what inclusivity and visibility within the LGBTQI plus community entails, why it is important to celebrate Pride Month and show awareness to the LGBTQI plus community, what you can do and what's available in JLS and PAUSD schools, and finally, the long-term effects of inclusivity and diversity. So as we end our episode today, I would like to remind all of our listeners to make sure they always monitor their emotions and seek professional guidance if they or anyone they know may need it. Today's proud featured organization is Bayard Rusting Center for Social Justice. Thanks for listening. This is Behind the Mask. Thank you.